guys, welcome to the Always On Point podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Smith. In this episode, I have a special guest, my mom, Jamie Smith. Hello, everyone! In, in today's episode, we will be discussing common dancer stereotypes. So without further ado, let's just go ahead and get started. The first one is that all dancers love pink and are super girly. So what do you think about this? Um, hmm. I think lots of dancers love pink. And I think probably traditionally more so when I was a child, as far as leotards go, you would see black leotards and pink leotards probably more than anything. But when you look at magazines and things like that now, you see a variety of colors, anywhere from pink to teal to yellow and combos of all of the colors. I agree. I feel that some dancers are and some dancers are not. Me personally, I do not love pink. I do not love to have my leotard be like the light pink, like the dancer pink. So, yeah. The next one is that we are all perfectionist and we have to have everything to be perfect or we are not happy. Hmm. Okay, so I think we all strive for perfection and to be as perfect as we possibly can be because we want to put on the best performance for all of you watching but we also want to do the best that we can do for ourselves too but we also understand that things don't always go as planned just like I said in the last podcast when I was chasseing across the stage and lost the bottom to my skirt you know that was a little bit of a interesting moment that I would have been happy if it didn't happen but it is what it is and we just have to laugh about it and move on and see how we can help prevent that from happening again <laughs> yeah. and I agree that we do strive for, for perfection because if you do competition you're being judged and you want to be perfect so that you can get the best score possible so we are not all perfectionists, but we do strive to be good. Um, and to go along with this is that we are all super competitive. So how do you feel about this? Um, I think just like any sport, you have people who are more competitive than others and really take it next level with how competitive they can be. It is a competitive sport, so... Yes, I think that all dancers are competitive, especially if they're competing, um, and that probably helps drive them to strive to be as great as they possibly can be, but I think while dancers are competitive, I think they also root for each other and for the good of the organization that they're a part of and the good of other dancers that they don't even know because they enjoy it so much. I agree. I think that it's also in some dancers nature to just be competitive and just, yeah. Um, but I also think that some, like you said, are next level and others are competitive, but aren't that bad so the next one is all we do is dance nothing else and I think that this all depends on how involved you are because 
certain studios want you to be there all day, every day. And when you're not there, they want you to be practicing at home. But then there are other studios where you go there not as much and you are still able to do other things. So I think that it all depends on where you dance and how seriously you take your dancing. And even to be a good dancer, you don't have to practice 24-7. I agree. I think, like you said, I think it depends on the studio. I think it depends on your own commitment. But as far as myself and also what I see in you and what we what we try to instill as parents, we want you to dance and we want you to excel at it, but we also want you to experience other things in life so you have a good dance and life balance so you can experience as much as possible while also doing the activity that you love, which is dance. I agree. And to go along with this is that all dancers are super flexible. No. I think that... Um, I think some have, um, maybe it's genetics. I don't know. It's just how your body's made up where, you know, you may be double jointed or you can stretch and do splits in ways that others can't just because that's how your body's made up. But I also think that if you work at it, you can be more flexible than your body's, um, more flexible than your body generally would be if you hadn't practiced as much as you did. So, I agree. And I feel like a lot of people think dancers just can naturally go out into splits when in reality it takes a while. You have to do a lot of stretching to get your legs prepared to go into a split. And then, like with leg holds and stuff, I bet a lot of people think that when you hold your leg up, it should be right to your ear. But in reality, even if you can do a split, that doesn't mean that you can hold your leg up to your head because that's also having balance and muscle control and also being able to just keep that leg up and it's different muscles that you're using and you're stretching it even more than you would realize. Yep, and I think that some dancers make it look very, very easy to be able to do these different things, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so this kind of goes along with the super competitive um, stereotype, but that all dancers are stuck up. No. I think um, hmm, maybe, maybe that stereotype is there because when dancers are training and when dancers are learning, they're taught to um, stand a certain way and to work on their posture so that way they present themselves with the, um, present themselves the best that they can possibly present themselves with how they're standing or how they're looking and how they're holding their head and chin up. Um, so no, I don't technically think the dancers are stuck up, but I could see how people, maybe if that's how they see it, how they physically see people, maybe that's why they think that, but I don't think they are. I agree. Not all dancers are. Now, some of them, they just are, and that's how they are in real life, too, not just in the dance world. Whether they were a dancer or not. Yes. They could be a <laughs> soccer player or a librarian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but 
I think people also could see that they were stuck up because certain things that we can do because we are dancers and we might make it look easy and we might not make a face at all. And that, I feel it could also be like, oh yeah, they're stuck up, they think they're better than everybody else, but we don't, it's just how we are. And I think also when you see dancers confident, like how you said that they have to look, they're not always actually confident. They're trying to look confident because if they're at an audition, that's what the judges, judges they like to see that mm-hmm. they're confident, even if they're not, just fake it till you make it. True, very true. <laughs> Um, so the next one is that we are very weak and delicate. Yeah. Um, I don't, here we go with this again. I don't think that that's all a dancer thing. I think if you're weak, I think if you're not as strong of a person or you're more delicate or tender with the things that you do, I don't think that that's because you're a dancer. I think you could be that way no matter if you were a dancer or a softball player or um, a lacrosse player. It's just in your nature more so. But I think that as a dancer with some dances, like ballet and lyrical and things like that, that you're taught to be delicate and taught to be kind of tender on your feet, like light on your feet. So I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I think a lot of people, when they think of dance, they instantly think of ballet when there's many more styles and in ballet you do have to be very delicate like you said and you want to have your feet like they're not even touching the ground Mm -hmm. but in other types of dances like hip-hop you want to be like super in it and not weak and delicate you want to be strong and so it all depends on what type of dance you're doing where In ballet, you might look weak and delicate, but you're not because ballet is very challenging and you use lots of muscles. Where in hip-hop, you are very strong and you look just not light on your toes. You're pounding it out more, kind of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the last one is, which is in many sports too, like many athletic people, is that they're dumb. Because you have the smart kids and you have the athletic kids. That's like commonly like the two groups when that's not true at all they're most of the time like mixed they have smarts and athletic skills so what do you think of this um I agree I think you have a combo of everything I think you have people who are very athletic and um can take to the sport more easily but then you also have people who I think are very smart and who really think about the moves and how to make the moves happen. And I think intellect probably plays a part in that, but I don't think that, I don't think that dancers are, did you use the word dumb? Yes. (laughs) I don't think that dancers are dumb by any means. I think, I think dancers are pretty incredible, like a lot of other athletes and people in general, but you know. Yep. I agree because we, I mean, some of us might not be as smart as others, but no dancer or any other person that is in a sport is dumb. They just might excel in a sport more than they excel in school, mm-hmm. and the sport might override the schooling. So, yep. And no matter yeah. what you're doing, just try your best, and, you know, your best is fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, 
Alrighty, that's all the stereotypes we have for today. Thank you all for listening. Bye!